listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio, webcast number 565 for Monday, September 14th, 2015. Tonight brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, IamNotWearingPants.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style, that's OutMotoring.com. Hey everybody, it's DP in Arizona. Why am I, why is my rundown pink? We're trying to make a mini Cooper podcast for you on a Monday night because that's what we like to do. Thank you, Alex. Uh, we're here talking about, oh, who knows what we're going to talk about tonight because um, that's what we like to do. With us, as always, my good friend Todd Pearson, Kansas, uh, MotoringStripes.com. Chad Miller from DetroitTune, DetroitTune.com. And back from his epic worldwide trip to France, the world famous Alex. Hi, everyone. Uh, I need to uh, take the French accent. Chad asked me. Bonjour. This, this is I, the first hi, English word I am, back, I am back from France, and I'm very happy to be here with, uh, with you guys tonight. That's, that's pretty pathetic. Anyways, I am, I am back safe and sound from the, from the last communist country on the western side of the world. Nice. <laughs> this is what French you, is. You, you should have just said that all in French. Oh, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> hey, hey guys, I'm really happy to be back. It's good to uh, talk to you. Every time Alex was gone, he, like almost daily, he was texting me pictures of his mini one D. We talked about that last weekend. He was picturing, sending pictures of his D to you, dude. That's pretty personal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So to uh, to follow up on the on the that's my follow up as a, as a listener from last week. Uh, it's actually not 91 horsepower. It's actually 75, which is pretty awesome. Even worse. It's, uh, yeah, it's even worse. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, I gave uh, it too much credit. <laughs> and and very few people know. I think I mean, I'm sure you guys do, but uh, very few people know it's actually a Toyota engine in there. Yeah. Uh, it's not. It's not a Peugeot engine or. Is it an Echo <laughs> engine? What is that? What is Toyota making it diesel? Yeah. Uh, a Yaris, right? A Yaris. I think oh, Yaris. Two cycle. They, it's not two-cycle, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> a two-cycle diesel engine. You got to run out to the corner and buy me some premix. <laughs> what? Oh, they all, it also comes in a scooter engine. Jeez. No, um, the, the Toyota produ- Toyota supplied the diesel for uh, the Mini 1D and the Mini Cooper diesel for both. Interesting. That was a Toyota sourced mill for both cars. I remember that. Um, we're going to talk about that all night, too. Um, we could talk about uh, people getting shot in Phoenix, but then, as Chad reminded me, <laughs> now, like every day in Detroit. Right? <laughs> <clears throat> oh, for real. It's like all of a sudden, out of nowhere, everybody starts shooting guns on people driving on the 10 freeway in Phoenix. It's really bizarre. Like five more happened today. Good you know, night. Pockets or something. Knock it off. That's all I have to say. Just quit it. You're pissing me off. Don't shoot at the minis. That's all. Don't don't shoot at anybody. What's wrong with you shooting? <laughs> that car is too cute. I can't shoot at it. Yeah, you could go go out in the field somewhere and shoot at like old milk cartons or tin cans, like we used to do back in the olden times. Don't shoot at people. What is wrong with you? Gosh, we're not going to talk about that either. Yes. We don't talk about tonight. We're going to talk about news from motoringfile.com. We are going to talk about Apple stuff, as you can imagine. Um, where you have an Ask Chad question from our good man Tom in Boise. And we're, hey, uh, we're, we're talking about a Mini Cooper owner in Boise, Idaho. There's not even a dealer there. And we're talking about this. Everybody, shh. There it is. Oh, <laughs> nice. The popping impact. There fire. it is. 
popping and backfire of your brand new Mini Cooper that makes more noise than an old 72 Nova that's missed <laughs> running on bad cats. That's Best running, on, that's running on three cylinders. <laughs> yeah, it's running on three cylinders. Pop, 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 pop. Anyway, we're going to talk about all that uh, tonight here on White Roof Radio. Before we do, can we talk about a sponsor? Would that be cool with you guys? That's awesome. fine with me. I'm glad do you it. Up. I'm going to sit back and have some gin. Todd's going to sit back. He's working on his 10th gin tonight, so he's going to be a load of fun this evening. Um, I want to remind you guys about our friends over at Craven Speed. CravenSpeed.com, uh, stuff from the future made of carbon fiber out of lasers and robots. This is the awesome stuff that you want for your car. The mini dipstick, if you've got uh, anything but an F56, you know it's a dipstick that won't break and you can actually read, which is nice. The F56 intake, if you've got an F56 intake, super awesome. One of my favorite pieces, of course, the FlexPod adapter, which, oddly enough, will hold the Apple uh, iPhone 6S Plus. I checked. Um, and um, all other things. That it's all custom made. Go over there, check it out. Once you get to CravenSpeed.com at the bottom of the homepage, you'll see a spot where you can sign up for the email newsletter. If you do that, you'll never miss anything cool happening at CravenSpeed.com, and you'll find out all about it. And, of course, if you do decide to buy something from Craven, which is you know one of our favorite things that you do, make sure that you leave a comment there. There's a spot you can leave a comment when you place your order and say, you know, I'm sure you let them know. Thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they. They, of course, being our friends over at Craven. CravenSpeed.com, home of the electric mini. Maestro. Boom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Alex has been gone too long. He's excited. He, he does speak English. He's excited because he hasn't been on the show for a month. So he's all, whoo. <laughs> exactly. Because apparently there's no internet in France. Is there true? isn't. This is, this is really bad. I mean, maybe, should I save it for the show? Or are we still on the show right We're now? on the show. You can, you can say whatever show. you want. So, so it's really surprising because we're supposed to have like the best infrastructures in the world and stuff. And so internet is really cheap, like for 30, uh, 30 euros a month, or so it's about $35, something like this, mm-hmm. a month, you get unlimited, uh, you get like unlimited internet, obviously, like high, supposedly high-speed internet, mm-hmm. and also cable, like crazy number of channels and everything, right? Wow. And, so, and so before, and, and so, you know, here in the US, I pay, uh, I pay 60 bucks for... I think my my speed is like twenty five meg or twenty meg. I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a decent speed. Right. And uh, and I thought I was paying like a lot of money, but you know, at thirty 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 five dollars in France, the speed is so crappy. And so I thought that um, uh, I would have internet in Normandy, but I didn't because for whatever reason. And so I was using my mobile device to access to access internet because T-Mobile does this thing. Unlimited plan, like for 100 bucks a month, where you can, in 70 countries around the world, you have unlimited uh, voice and unlimited data. So right. in France, I had unlimited data, but it was, uh, it was uh, on the French uh, network, and it was actually not, not, not good at all. And so uh, <laughs> I, couldn't do, I couldn't do anything with it. And it was, uh, it's really hard not to live without, with, uh, without internet, uh, to live without internet for like two weeks like this. It's, it's funny because uh, Alex has been back for a week, and I just got a text message from him today that he sent from France. So, you know, that's how bad the network is in France. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pretty bad, pretty bad. Anyways. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're back. Let's go ahead and get started, shall we, with uh, news from motorfile.com. <laughs> no, we don't do that noise. <laughs> so, oh, Alex, what do you think of the new motorfile? <laughs> We're gone when Gabe and I did it. Ah, that's nice. Uh, that's, that's really nice. I mean, uh, I love the consistency with, uh, 
with uh, Beamer file and, and Scooter file. That's that's really cool. You guys did an awesome job. Obviously, DB did an awesome job. Yeah. Uh, but uh, maybe I'm gonna get some haters, and maybe Gabe is not gonna like me anymore. But I'm not a huge fan of the logo for, for some reason. I don't know why. It's just it's, uh, you're not the only one, Alex. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't mind that uh, there. It's, I think it's clever. But anyway, okay. No, it's cl- it's clever, but I think it's like it's it's clever, but it's cliche. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, let's start with. Let me see. Um, Dino results. F fifty six with JCW Dino tuning kit. Do we care? Um, do we yes, care? we do because there's many reasons. This came from our, our friend Pedro in Florida. Who mm-hmm. just got a uh, uh, new F fifty six Cooper S with the upgraded JCW exhaust? Right. Um, we call it the exhaust. They call it the JCW upgrade kit because it adds fifteen horsepower to the car with programming. Right. <clears throat> so anyway, I took it to the dyno, which is pretty bold on a car that's probably doesn't have a thousand miles on it yet. But I don't know how much uh, how much he drives. But the car is rated at um, basically the standard Cooper S is one hundred and eighty nine horsepower. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you take that 189 horsepower and add the 15 supposed horsepower <coughs> that it gains with the JCW upgrade kit, you should be at 204. Okay, well, his dyno results were surprising uh, at best because at the wheels he was turning 206 and a half horsepower. Mm-hmm. Okay, <coughs> and everybody uses a standard 12% drivetrain loss there. Right. Well, when you convert that up. That puts his Cooper S, his upgraded Cooper S, at 231 horsepower and 267 foot-pounds of torque. That right. is way beyond what Mini rates the car at, okay? And, and we all know that, <coughs> that BMW and Mini are pretty conservative about their ratings on this. Now, the caveat to all of this is, and, and Chad knows this too, on a perfect day, on any given day, you know, any car can score really good numbers on the dyno, you know, yeah. perfect temperature, humidity levels, all of the above, you know, all factors in the case. So these could be all over the board. Also, I've been to dyno days before with minis with, let's say there's three minis. They're all built the exact same year. They have the exact same mods on it, intake, pulley, exhaust, and they go on the dyno and their numbers differ by 20 horsepower. Okay. That's, that's a range between three cars. I've seen this with my own eyes. So, I think this uh, should be taken with a grain of salt, but it's exciting because, you know, my couple of days in this car, it felt effing fast. After the near GP? The up, after the GP even, it felt, it wasn't as, as uh, um, immediate and visceral as the GP. It was a lot smoother, which was right. kind of nice um, in the thing. It felt a lot, a lot more refined, but... Man, it felt fast, and uh, I let you and Chad hear, hear a little clip last week of me doing a zero to sixty in the car, which you'll you'll hear also <clears throat> on the show. And uh, it chirped the tires in in first, second, third gears, um, and did zero to sixty in less than six and a half seconds, which is what it's rated. But it felt fast, and uh, so I think these dyno numbers are kind of interesting and exciting, if you will. And I can't wait for somebody to do the real JCW on the dyno and let's see some good numbers there you go excellent there we go uh, you know i'd be interesting to see what what it is like uh, the low end type thing you know like you're saying it's fast the off the line is probably very quick it's very torquey yeah the uh, the low end is probably got a lot of you know real good the mid-range is nice but 
if I were racing, say the GP, you know, know, what is the top end? You know, you know, so yes, the diner numbers may be there, but what would like the real world top gear kind of feel like we're on a race, we're on a, a, a airplane strip and we're going to all leave at the exact same time and see who gets to the end. And we're going to then switch drivers and then see who gets to the end. And it's like, wow, that car still beat it. Both of them, you know, like it'd just be kind of that fun real world testing. You know, it would, it would be fun to see that because traditionally a lot of people say that the, uh, the supercharged mini, even the old supercharged minis continue to pull, you know, when it gets up there and a turbo hits a point, they hit a plateau, they hit a torque plateau, hit a power plateau, that they go and you know they're hitting yeah. at a very smooth acceleration. The the supercharged cars keep wanting to pull right. At they seven thousand RPMs and keep they could pulling. go more, but the car is limited. Where the the turbo cars at sixty five hundred are kind of like poof. I'm yeah, done. yeah, yeah, exactly. So it can would I be, ask? Yeah, how, how much does a JCW tuning kit cost? Um, it's around it the. 17. Yeah, it's around two, two, yeah. around two grand to twenty, depending on where you are at your uh, in in your area of the country. Um, so that that's twenty two to twenty five hundred dollars installed. Is that include? So what's the? Sorry, go ahead. Is that what? Does that include the exhaust? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exhaust everything installed. Twenty less than twenty five hundred dollars. See, I don't know. That seems to me like, you know, you put the JCW interior kit and you get the JCW tuning kit, and boom, you have a JCW for like quite a lot less that is our that is our official stance here at white roof radio is that yeah, yeah that is your best bang for the buck currently in a mini is a cooper s upgraded it's, with you know the jcw exterior because i think that the uh exterior aero kit looks so good on the car yeah and the oh, interior, yeah, totally. interior kit is such a great value on the f56 although for 2016 they have juggled these things so much that my head is still spinning and i can't figure it out but i mean if 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 a F56S with the $2,500 JCW kit at sea level-ish is putting out roughly the same horsepower that a JCW puts out, full-blown JCW... You might as well do it, right? Why not just go that way and save some money? I'm yeah. with DB on this one. <laughs> Call me so crazy. So what's the... What, what's the... What's the... Why do people uh, do dyno testing? Like just to get this those numbers, that's it? Like, what do you get? What do you do after same re- The same reason guys go to the weight room and, and try and lift, you know, like 300 pounds. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> just because so they, no reason. they can say they did it. Look, I just... Oh, I just benched 350. Come on! 231 <laughs> horsepower, man. That's it. That's the only reason. <laughs> well, I mean, everybody always wants to be like, well, my car says it will do this. Will it really do this and stuff? And then they start tweaking it, and they're like, okay, what did that really give me based on X, Y, and Z? And, and like Todd said earlier, like all manufacturers kind of underrate their cars. So if all of a sudden you're like, yeah, you know, these cars are rated for, you know, 205, but they're all doing 270, you know, like people are like, ah, and then they're like, okay, we need to buy this car because of that, that type of thing. So, uh, you know, having it a little bit underrated and then actually having people bring out those dyno charts, that will actually increase sales because of those things. So. It, it really will. And I've seen <clears throat> factory dynos of the 2006 GP at 225 horsepower. The car was rated at 218. So, you know, anything across the board. Um, I had a, a heavily modded 2003 Cooper S with pulley intake exhaust, plugs, plug wires. You know, just about everything but a chip on this car. And uh, it was funny because I think I I got it to 190 
which wow. what was it originally chat was it like 168 was the uh, Cooper S? yeah it was, it's actually about 148 at the wheels but they were said to be 160 which right. you know that 148 to 160 that's totally normal yeah so if you were like you know i got 195 at the wheels you know that's gonna be where we're like okay you were at that two 210 horsepower range yeah kind of what the original jcw was rated on the supercharged cars when you upgraded them um right exactly yeah so so um so why why do you guys think like uh um manufacturers always underrate like the the BHP rating on their cars? I think it's because there's such a because like I said before when you take three cars that were built at the exact same time and put them on a dyno, <laughs> their numbers are going to vary by yeah. by a huge number and they're going to take the most the lowest number they get. Like they'll test 10 cars and it's mm-hmm. like a it's like grading on the curve. <laughs> They're going to take the lowest number and say, <laughs> "Okay, that's it. <laughs> that's what we're going to say they all get because we know they'll get at least that because every one of the other 9 out of 10 cars got more than that." Yeah, I mean, not only are the cars going to read different, but also every dyno is going to read different. Right. Um so you could take a car in San Francisco and a car in Idaho and a car in Detroit and a car in Boston and they're all going to read exi- you know different dyno numbers because of the elevation uh atmosphere that pressure dyno's output, you know, that particular car output. Now, if you were to take each one of those cars and take each one of those dynos, then you could then start to see a little bit of a baseline going, okay, this car is always putting out 200 repeatedly no matter where in elevation and you know, humidity and stuff. But uh, you know, there's a lot of factors. So you could almost have a 5 to even 10 horsepower fluctuation in cars based on the build of that car and or the based on the dyno and how it was actually set up. And it's not as easy to fool the dyno as it used to be because you could take our old supercharger cars and on the intercooler, you could put like you know, like dry ice and have it blowing. Yeah, a little, in, little ice, a little spray. Yeah, blowing into the intercooler to make it cold because it was, it was all about compression, okay, yep. in the old supercharged cars. And the colder the air going in, the more compression, the more pressure you're going to get, the more power you're going to come out of it, which is why <clears throat> those of us with 2006 and older Cooper S's that are supercharged love it when it gets to be about 40 degrees outside because we get like 20 extra horsepower out of the car that nice fall night yeah yeah it's like wow my car is faster and it really is it 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 legitimately is that many horsepower faster because of the compression rates and you know the temperature of the air that's going in there compresses better at a lower and like there's a a sweet spot between like 38 and 50 degrees So anyway, but back to your point, Alex. Like it's irrelevant, really. I mean, does anybody really care? <laughs> no, you only they only talk about it on forums. I think. Yeah. Yes, there are a lot of people that really do care. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's move on, shall we? Yep. CarPlay. No, not yet. We're gonna save no. that one because we're gonna kind of group all the Apple stuff together. I want right. to say, let's move over to good call. Let's. We know that BMW produces more carbon fiber than anybody else. They have more carbon fiber plants in Germany than anybody else has anywhere else in the world. No, and in the U.S. in Washington State, there's uh, the biggest carbon fiber uh, manufacturing facility is now in the U.S. for BMW. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. And BMW generates more carbon fiber than anybody else. I think NASA buys carbon fiber from BMW now. (laughs) So now, finally, we're hearing that uh, Mini's going to start testing carbon fiber components. Which is pretty strong. It would sure make sense because uh, 
they've been putting it on the i3. I mean, the M3s had it. They, you know, put the roofs on the cars in carbon fiber for years. Uh, a lot of BMWs you can do that. Now the next generation, the 2016 7 Series, is going to have a lot of carbon fiber in the in the frame and chassis, uh, lightening it a lot. I mean, they're going to drop 200 pounds off of the next 7 Series, which is huge. That's huge. It's really huge. And so we've all seen this over the years. The, stuff, the, the technology that starts in the BMWs, and especially in the 7 Series, filters its way down right. through the BMW range and then eventually to the minis. So that's why I think we know... This is going to end up in the minis for, for whatever reason. Like, we'll have carbon fiber hoods, maybe body parts. Um, and cool stuff from the factory, not like cheeseball stuff that we found at some random swap meet yeah. SEMA thing that the hood rack kids are using. Well, and it used to be just the tuner, like, oh, I got a carbon fiber hood on my car. And you're like, yeah, it fits like shit, too, and you look like a douchebag. But, right. yeah, you've got a carbon fiber hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but exactly. What they're doing now is it's going to be parts you don't see on the car that actually are for performance, and they, they lighten the car, they strengthen the car. And my first initial thought was, isn't this going to make it really expensive to repair, like if you get in an accident? And the answer, they actually answered it, <clears throat> and it was no, because mm-hmm. they're going to train their repair centers to be able to patch in this and make it just as strong as original, which I, I think is fascinating in a lot of ways, because you think about... The old days of, you know, what happens if somebody hits you or gets you in know, a fender bender and right. there's a carbon fiber hood and this carbon fiber part here? Well, yeah, it might be a little more expensive to replace it, but as the volume goes up, as they start making more of these, the price is going to come down. Right. And it's going to start making a whole lot more sense. Right. Exactly. The whole, uh, yeah, exactly. That's exciting stuff. 200 pounds on a 7 Series. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Seven, a 7 Series already weighs like three tons as it is. <laughs> And we already know that the i3 and the i8 is, is heavily the monocoque, if you will, of the cars is carbon fiber completely, which adds the rigidity and the lightweight, you know, aspects of it and performance. Mm-hmm. So what I what I love about all this is uh is how far in advance uh, BMW has seen this, right? I mean, they have to set up to invest so much money into uh, carbon fiber factories. It's 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 pretty amazing, and it's starting paying off now because they've reached a scale at which you can only have this in a mini. When you if you reach a scale that allows you to make this in a not in a cheap way, but at least a financially ef- efficient way, and uh, and this, this plus you know all the i i vehicle programs. That's uh, things that that's fascinating, and uh, and when you look at the you know you put bring this plus the electric vehicles. I see only uh, you know really BMW competing with Tesla right now. I see I see this I see them as being the only brand that can truly compete with Tesla right now. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Um, this what is this infographic, Alex, that you posted? This was earlier this week. I think it was actually just last. Yeah, week. the science of speed. Now is this? It's a like mini. Real it's a mini thing, or is it just somebody that made up an infographic because they could? No, they can, a, a no I think that's a. I think that's a real thing because we're not uh, the first of April. So uh, I think uh, mini mini did some mini did a study with the uh, University of Parthmas in England, mm-hmm. uh, studying the uh, the reaction of people, the physical reaction of people to uh, to speed. I mean, real high speed 
uh, being driven on a being in a car that's driven on a track really really fast and and I guess that's part of the uh, of the marketing campaign for the JCW and so and so they came they came up with this infographic which basically is a summary of all the uh, the data points that they get from uh, you know analyzing people's reaction to to speed the the one that's uh, really funny is the one at the at the bottom guys if you look at the list is the maximum heart rate of someone proposing to their girlfriend was 130 beats per minute which is and I'm way like, under. How did you guys measure this in the first place? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't worry, honey. They're measuring me. I'm about to propose to you. It's just putting plugs on me and all that stuff. And then I'm going to ask you to marry me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's, it's, thanks for the surprise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you ride a roller coaster, it's 155 beats per minute. But then they're saying that driving the JCW, you ended up with your heart rate up at 181 beats per minute. Yep. That's pretty good. I mean, that's that's a lot. It is pretty good, um, and I, I can I can attest that today because I was uh, I was driving home from uh, from Costco, and there's a, a really twisty road on the way home, and it's it's never traveled. It's like in an industrial park here, uh, and there's never any cars on it. You know, it's like five thirty in the evening, and I'm traveling on this road, and I punched it in the in the GP at one point, and they had fairly recently. <clears throat> I don't know if they do this in your part of the world, but they have oil and they. They put this oil and gravel down, and then they run over it with a steamroller and press it in. And uh, I hit a point where there was a really hard, like a quick, almost like a chicane, if you will. And I'm doing 50 miles an hour. Okay. And uh, uh, I hit this point where I, it was a quick left and a quick right, and I hit the gravel on the edge, and I felt my heart rate go to that, like 181, <laughs> because my car started to slide, and my car started to slide, and my car started to slide, and I thought, I'm going to go off the road. Luckily, I hit the concrete on the side where there's a little bit of a, a pavement where the you know street ends and the curb starts, and I hit that, got some traction, and then accelerated out of it, but it scared kind of the crap out of me a little bit because... There was that feeling of my car is drifting to the right and there's not a damn thing I can do about it. But then when I was done and I'd recovered from it, there was this sense of exhilaration, like exhilaration in me that yeah. was like I had just won something huge. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. So I can attest to this personally. It happened to me today of this very thing happening of like, and if you've been on a track, DB, you've been on a track. Chad, you've been on a track. Alex, you were on the track in the new JCW. That yeah, only go. He didn't take it out of second gear. So. <laughs> uh, was, wasn't mean. allowed to though. This yeah. is mean. Yeah, but you guys know the experience of that that exhilaration, you know, of driving a car really fast and executing a, a really good turn and a really good apex and 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 all of that. And I think that's just kind of what they're going for here. Yeah. So for those of you hanging around with the entitled hipsters that can't be bothered with cars have them listen to Todd's little thing and check out this infographic and maybe they might go, well, okay, I might not be too cool for cars. I'll give it a try. <laughs> and then smack the hipster pretty the well. And then smack him upside the head and cut that <laughs> man bun off, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Nice uh, rant brought to you by Nevermind. Moving on, shall we? You don't like my new haircut? <laughs> uh, no. No, don't. The man bun, dumb. No. You guys need to knock that off. Oh my god! Uh, I'm glad I don't have much hair, so I can't. <laughs> hey, hey, it worked for it worked for Jesus. I can I can do it too. <laughs> Jesus never wore a man bun. Jesus just wore it long. That's what you're gonna do. Oh. That, you, that you knew of. That oh no, that anybody gosh. knew of. Oh yeah, when he was god. fishing, he put it up. 
every Ted Nugent picture of Jesus I've ever seen. He just got the long hair. <laughs> wow, Jen almost just came out of my nose. Uh, that would burn. <clears throat> uh, Let's yeah. move on. Uh, we got sales talk. Worldwide mini sales up 5% for August. Pretty strong, considering the uh, United States was up, uh, I don't know how, by hook or by crook. It was 2.1. Uh, month as well. So it's really, really good news. I think it was. I think it's starting to be more legitimate. Um, the numbers are kind of like bearing. Things out. starting to settle down, so everything's kind of catching up. I know here locally uh, in the Kansas City area, sales are really good at the mini dealer, as good as they've been in like a, a single month sales. I bet in two years, right? In August this year, and they were legit. I mean, everything was completely. That many cars walked out the door. And right. uh, <clears throat> I mean, I know that my business was the best it's been in the history of. I mean, I had the best August. In the history right. of my company, right. so uh, I I've got high hopes for this, for, especially for the clubman coming out in a couple of months. Yeah, I mean here in Arizona, it's to the point now where you cannot swing a dead cat without hitting an F fifty six or a Countryman, and like relatively purchased. I mean they're just like all of a sudden every day I'm driving to work. It's like, what is this a mini meet? What's going on? There's so many cars on the road, and not just. I mean they're sure there's a lot of the R fifty sixes and the R fifty threes even, but the the amount of new cars that I'm seeing on the road lately is, is really staggering. Yeah, it 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 really is, and it's the same way here, DB. It's like I see. It, it used to be when I'd see an F fifty six driving down the road, it was always a loaner car from the dealer. Like, you know, right. You know, but now it's oh yeah oh there it is oh I see. I see those giant taillights go by and I'm all all right go mini. They are pretty. They are pretty. Really, honestly, can't somebody do something? I think that's uh, what's also interesting is that um, uh, despite the uh, the um, the financial difficulties in China, you still have those big numbers, uh, especially given yeah. the fact that China is a is is a big is a big market for BMW and for Mini. So that's uh, it is, but I, more I, impressive. Yeah, I think a lot of the China's financial numbers are a little bit of BS too. I think we're gonna we're we're starting to find that out. Is that that was a big scare over? Mm, well, people people who have a lot of money still have a lot of money, I think. And, yeah. And, yeah. And so when when you when you look at the price of uh, I mean the price of cars in China, it's really really expensive right. because of all the taxes and everything. And yes, sales but, are uh, down. Yeah. 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 In China, sales are up. Yeah. 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 But uh, I think they're picking up uh, elsewhere. I mean, I think the economy in the U.S. is better. Interest rates are still fairly low for people buying cars. Um, and it seems like they're, and it's not just many. A lot of car companies are doing fairly well right now. So yeah. let's hope, let's keep it up. Let's keep it up. Let's see if we can make another couple months till the the F fifty four the Clubman gets here, and then it's that car. off to the races again. Wait to it's see on it. the way. Um, before we continue, I would like to take a break here. Uh, I want to remind you guys about one of the other fine sponsors here underneath the white roof, our friends over at uh, OutMotoring.com. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about CarPlay and uh, our Apple wish list, Ashhead, all those things. But before we get to that, let's talk about OutMotoring.com. Last week, I reminded you guys that OutMotoring.com has Mini Do More. That's the place to go to make it so that your Mini can tow things, right? Uh, uh, small teardrop trailers, a small little utility trailers you get at Home Depot, a uh, single... Um, you know, a motorcycle or bicycle or a PWC, whatever, teardrop trailers, all those things. You can tow all that stuff with your Mini. You can do that over at Mini Do More, M-N-I Do More dot com. Told you guys about that last week. Then what I want you to look at this week is all the new things that are happening over at Motoring.com. There's actually a whole page just for new products, and it's got all kinds of things like the Craven Speed uh, dipstick or some really cool blackout beltline kits or wheels or control sway, sway bars or R50 exterior trim pieces. Those things break off all the time, and they've got them over at motoring.com. They've got them cheap. 
Um, and Todd's going to go pour another gin. Um, uh, USB charging cables, lowering springs, all things. This is all the kind of stuff you can get over at OutMotoring.com, Mini Cooper Parts Superstore. Not only that, but you can get car care products. You can get like the full line of OEM stuff, like for you DIY guys, uh, filters and all that stuff. You can get it all over OutMotoring.com, plus the tools to do their own work on your Mini outmotoring.com hats shirts t-shirts watches all the mini cooper stuff that you normally can get at the dealer they can also get it you can also get it over to outmotoring.com really cool stuff as a bonus is if you go over to outmotoring.com and sign up for the email newsletter you will uh, save five percent on your order every time a new one comes in it gives you uh, the aaron gives you your own discount code right there in your email super duper awesome that way you save five percent every time you place an order Rad. Love that. Go over, check them out. That's our friends over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and snow traction tire socks. I have no idea what those are. Uh, that's Outmotoring.com. Moving on. This is the part of the show where you, the very fine and very, very good-looking White Roof Radio audience members, send in questions to us here at AskChad at WhiteRoofRadio.com, where our good man Chad Miller... Chad Miller from Detroit Tuned, DetroitTuned.com. He answers those questions for you relatively free of charge. As we mentioned at the top of the show, our man Tom in Boise, he's got a mini in Boise. There's not even a mini dealer in Idaho, I don't think. Is there? I do not think there is, no. I do not think. This man, he's got a Mini Cooper in a state that doesn't have a dealer. That's that, strong. Anyway, that's he's got our 56. It's got nearly 50,000 miles, and he's been reading horror stories, as one does, about the R56, um, about timing chain, timing chain tensioner failures, say that five times fast, and the possible results, which are really bad. Um, he just listened to the show with suggestions and wondered if there's some kind of preventative maintenance that could be done to prevent the death rattle <laughs> visiting his car. Oil changes. Boom. Yes. Done. That's it. Yeah. It, it, that's it. Two so, words. I mean, you know, they, they, these cars obviously need a lot of extra maintenance. And by doing oil changes, that is going to prolong the life of not only your tensioner, but your t- whole timing chain kit, as well as most of the internals of the engine. Uh, it's going to make things run cooler. It's going to make sure the chain doesn't stretch. And it's going to lubricate everything that it needs to lubricate with good, fresh oil. Mm-hmm. That so, is the best advice of the year. Yeah, I mean, really, uh, you know, the the people that I've uh, you know put two, three timing chain kits in, they're changing your oil every you know ten, fifteen, twenty thousand miles because they're oh, you know I just I thought it was okay, you know, I didn't check it. <clears throat> the people that I'm changing you know timing chains never in. They're in every five thousand miles religiously. Absolutely. Like they're like, oh, I was all, I was within a hundred miles. I thought it'd be good time. Yep, Perfect. I tell I, it's exactly what I tell people. Uh, good, five thousand miles, get your oil changed every five thousand miles. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if people who tell you you're wasting your money. They're idiots. Listen to us. We know those are, those are the people that end up dumping their car and right. selling it because they're like. Well, it was getting really expensive to repair, and I just didn't feel like doing it anymore. You know, I needed something new. You know. And here's what here's what I say: you pay you pay what up to a hundred dollars a month for insurance, right? Right. And this is going to cost you a hundred dollars a year for an oil change, most likely, no. oh. maybe. Yeah. Maybe twice a year. Twice a year. Right. My average person drives fifteen, oh, ten thousand miles a year, twelve thousand miles a year. That's two oil changes a year, so it's going to cost you two hundred bucks a year. Yeah, two hundred bucks a year. And if you go into your mini dealer and ask them if they got it like a, a club discount or anything like that, or there's a you know, mailer and they have some kind of a deal going, you might get it for eighty bucks. You know. Yeah. Exactly. 
That's all you got to do. Change your oil. Tom in Boise. And if you're in Boise, you, you're going to have to go to like a BMW specialist possibly. Or uh, if you're doing it yourself, you can get parts over at motoring.com or from Detroit Tune. Uh, Chad will sell you an oil change kit as well from yep. Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com, which is uh, really awesome. And that'll help uh, eliminate, that'll help prevent the timing chain, t- t- God damn it, the timing chain tension or failures. Yes, yes, that is it. That's the best advice you can get. That is really hard to say. Yeah. It really is. For reals. And I'm like a, almost like a trained professional. And I'm having a hard time saying those four words in a row. You know, and, and as somebody who has heard a lot of these and talked to a lot of people on the phones and et cetera, et cetera. You know, I, I always ask people, it's like, well, does it have oil in it? Well, of course it has oil. Well, have you physically checked it? And I know I've said this on the show before. And they check it and they're like, oh, it was low. And the noise went away as soon as I put the oil in. Ah, there you go. You know, so, you know, usually the cars, they don't want to make noise. Even if they're full on really bad oil, they still don't want to make noise as soon as they don't have oil. They make noise. <laughs> yes. And, so, they sound, and they sound like a diesel. Yep. Or yeah. something else. They or explode. Explode. And that's never a good thing. No. So, we, your- we, we do not want exploding minis. No. Uh, Tom, thanks for your question. If you have a question for our man Chad, Chad from DetroitTune.com, uh, send it over to us. Ask Chad at WhyAreYouAfraid.com. And... If you like Chad asking questions, answering questions, your questions, questions that you send in, do yourself a favor. Go over to Detroit Tuned, DetroitTuned.com, and find something nice and, you know, buy it. <laughs> there you go. The uh, Mini Cooper Race Roll Bar. I know you've got your eye on that. It's available now, DetroitTuned.com. Not to mention the uh, Detroit Tuned Spare Tire Bags that are so made with love by Chad's mom. Yeah. With love by hand. By Chad's mom and uh, oil change kits, whatever you need, it's all over at Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. Go check it out. Thank you very much, please, and thank you. Yeah, thank you. Very good. Yes, uh, and I think with that we're done because we're again missing JCW talk again. It got bumped, you know. It's like the like the guest on the Fallon show, you know. It just <laughs> get bumped. It's like that. Weird, it's like that random comedian that everybody nobody's really heard of. And yeah, sorry, dude. We're gonna have to push it to next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, you're really, really gonna like it. Yeah, you know, it's just going to be so awesome. As soon as we get him on, we apologize for, to JCW for not being able to have him on this week's show. But like I said, we'll get him on next week instead. We're going to actually put it at the top of the show as opposed to teasing you and make you guys wait in yet another week for that. Uh, but I don't have anything else. Anybody else have anything else? No, sir. No, I'm good. Alex, are you good? Alex is gone, so we, I guess take Alex that. Is no, good. no, I'm good. I'm Alex good. is on mute. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Because he's getting a new mic next month. Um, <laughs> then with that, new, new everything, new all the things. So with that, let's call it a show. Before we do, let me remind you guys: motoringstripes.com. That's where you go, and you can uh, order up some stripes. You can order sunroof graphic. You can get the Countryman bumper protection strip and put them on your car yourself. Super simple stuff. And then you can tell everybody Todd Pearson striped your car. You can, yep. or you can buy those those funky little uh, four inserts for your all four Countrymen. Yeah, you know those of you who still have those cars. Yeah, come in all kinds of different colors, from red to carbon fiber to green. So. I haven't seen those on the website. Are those on the website? Someplace? They are. They are on the website. Oh, look at that! They sure are. The little all four things. Yeah, nice. Really uh, cheap too. Five bucks for a pair of them. So it's perfect. And if you want the sun, why are you afraid of sunroof delete kit? You just have to use the uh, the contact page and just say, Todd, I want to why are you afraid of sunroof delete kit? And I've got a red roof, black roof, white roof, whatever color roof you've got. Todd will send one out to you. 
Simple. And if you use a coupon code of 5050, you'll knock 5% off the price. Done and done. Go over there, check it out. Motoringstripes.com, you know, because blank is boring. Boom. Boom. Uh, but yeah, we're done now. Yep, perfect. Gang, yep. thanks again for sticking with us. Uh, welcome back, Alex. Nice of you to join us uh, yet again. Thank you, guys. Good to be back. Uh, nice to have proper rundown this week because uh, my rundown skills are poor. Oof. Not near as good as yours, and I had a hard time with show titles. Um, you're much better at that. Anyway, we missed you. Love you, man. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank, this is the part of the show. Thanks. So, so mushy in this part of the show. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And I'm the one that's on my fourth gin. Right? right. I think I had too much water. I'm overhydrated. <laughs> <laughs> can you be overhydrated? Yeah, you can drown from the inside out. Yes, you can. Get I'm, yeah, I'm drowning from the inside. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but this is a part of show gang where I like to make the funny clicking sound. And then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us, feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Till next week, this is TB. I'm done. Cheers. See ya. A bientôt. We have very strong rumors, very strong, uh, not even rumors, this is news, that uh, CarPlay is coming to Mini and BMW. Not only CarPlay. Along, along with diesel. Not <laughs> the diesel. Not <laughs> only CarPlay, stop talking about diesel, but touchscreen in the dash, okay? Something right. that BMW has sworn for years would never happen because right. it's too distracting. Now, every other car making on the effing planet has touchscreen. The Volkswagen GTI has a touchscreen. The Fucking uh, uh, Dodge Challenger Someday. that I drove <laughs> had touchscreen in the dash. Right. You reach up. It's not great because I think those of us Apple people, and even if you have an Android tablet, you're used to something that is responsive and accurate. Okay. Right. And most cars, I have to say, their in-dash touchscreens are... pretty bad. You have to be, like, within, I don't know, five, six inches of what you're aiming at. <laughs> wow. I mean, and then you're just guessing still. You're like, is it kind of over here in this range? I just need to kind of close my eyes and touch somewhere and hope that what I hit is going to make something happen. That's touchscreens in cars now. They suck. In, in BMW's defense for having touch and any of their cars is their research has proved that the little iDrive little nubbins controller that stupid backwards dial thing that you twist and pull and push is actually safer to use than a touchscreen they've done research i cried bs on that they've done research they've they've done research yeah but they they but did the research is, with bmw asking for touchscreens they did research with bmw owners who are all like over 70 right right Right, and, and they're all driving big 7 Series with their air-conditioned seats and their eyes rolled back in their head. And we all know if there's nothing scarier than seeing a really old person driving. And I'm telling you, the ultimate scary thing to see, and I've seen this a couple times lately, is a really old person driving and texting at the same time. Yeah, yeah, in a car with, like, a lots of dents. That should be, like, jail time immediately, <laughs> in my opinion. I should be able to do citizen's arrest on that. <laughs> I think my point is that's why... BMW has said, "Oh yeah, of course it's it's uh, it's not as safe because most of their people are, Old. you know, beyond the millennial Gen X kind of generation people who are so used to doing that." I am in no way condoning texting and driving. Do not do that. But there is a certain number of things you do when you're in your car. <clears throat> Since we've all driven cars, 
we've all reached down and changed the stereo. And you probably pick your nose, uh, you light a do, cigarette. You do um, a lot of things. You multitask in the car. Hit so, the backseat driver. There are a handful of things we've done, and nobody's ever gotten you know crazy all up in you know litigation about. Well, we can't have knobs on radios anymore in cars because they're too distracting. When you reach down, you want to change the station, you're going to have an accident. Who's ever changed their clothes in their car? <laughs> Not me. Not while it's moving. Not while, while driving, anyway. Well, uh, really? No. no. Oh, hell no. I've changed my clothes while driving. Oh. <laughs> it's very easy to do. It's called scheduling, It's, it's actually easier than texting. <laughs> it's called scheduling, my friend. <laughs> well, back in the day when you were in like kind of that high school, you know, college area, you needed to go to the bar and be out. Oh, when there you had multiple time. I no, I get it. When you had dates with multiple women in the same <laughs> evening <laughs> and you had to change clothes so you weren't recognized. Yes, I got gotcha. you. Ba- I got gotcha. you. Back back in the day. <laughs> So anyway, back to this. Um, yeah. They're saying it's going to probably be, in typical automotive fashion, a couple of years until we see CarPlay or uh, Android Auto show up in I the, say, or minis. But they're I working. say LCI. You, really? You think LCI? Yeah, LCI. Yeah. That, that's roughly 18 months, 20, 18, 24 months. So that'd be about right. I think it's a little or That might be a little early because if it's going to show up in BMW 7 Series first... Yeah, I would say. I'm sorry. I'm talking kind of funny tonight. I bit my tongue in the back, and uh, it's kind of swollen. Like, uh, like near my molars, I've got this. Like, I think when I was sleeping or something, I bit my tongue, and it's a little swollen, and it causes me to talk funny tonight. I am not drunk. I wish I were drunk, mm. but it's causing me to. Uh, if I sound a little funny tonight, that is why my tongue is swollen. It's like I've been to the yeah, dentist. Yeah, you sound funny tonight. Yeah, it's like I've been to the dentist. So anyway, I just had to say yeah, that. Like this accent. I had to say that right now. This thing is going to come to the 7 Series first <clears throat> and then filter its way down to the Mini. We're all hoping for an LCI or maybe the Countryman is the first car it shows up in. Um, I'm still wondering if the Clubman is going to have a different Mini-connected and navigation system as it... Uh, they're now calling it Visual Boost, I believe. I think uh, Gabe reported like a number of times oh. that there would be like a digital option for the for the clubman, but we, they, I think they would have announced it in the in the press release because they did so much uh, okay, so much noise with the press release for the clubman that with the announcement of the clubman that I thought they would have talked about this thing. Yeah, reje- uh, re- reject but, uh, the USB. Yeah. Reject. We started to lose you there. Here you go. Like, plug in. There we go. Yeah, they would have talked about this thing, and uh, but it didn't. And so, um, you know, this is uh, maybe coming is too soon. You're right. I think uh, because it's right around the corner, <clears throat> and I was under the impression that the the new build of, true, uh, of uh of are hmm. you yeah, still there? Yeah. yeah. I was under the impression that the new build of Mini Connected that was going to come out was going to have the new branding, like the new logos and everything, and it did not. Um, we- it has the old the old logos and everything like that. Now, I was also told this a couple of months ago, is that the Clubman, you know, dash was going to have some of the new, you know, uh, uh, logo branding, if you will, in it. But I still am not sure that they can do that and how they're, you know, how they would make that happen unless it was a totally different system. Because right. don't, don't you think it's got to run off the same software? You would think, right? Yeah. You would. I don't know. But, I mean, I'm not a car engineer. All I know is that my next car better have car player. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> well, DB, you need to buy a car that's newer than five years old. 
Oh, well, yeah, there's that. Uh, my next car, I want to be a new car, and I'm, and I'm going to look really strong at technology in the cabin, and CarPlay should be one of the things because we all know that we love our Apple gear. Well, and you know what? Mini is finally listening to you, and BMW is finally listening to you, and oh. saying, you know, hey, people are buying cars because of technology now. Yeah. Not because so much of handling or whatever. They're going, hey, my, my phone works with this car. I if can they expect yeah. the entitled hipsters to buy new cars, they're going to have to give them the tech. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. If 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 you honestly, yeah. the it's the millennials that aren't going to buy cars because they just can't be bothered to drive, right? They're just all sitting around watching YouTube and moping into their phones, and you know, riding public transportation, which is all well and good, go for them. But they want these people to buy cars at some point. They're going to have to make sure that all of their tech connects into the car. Well, and you know what? <clears throat> and not have the interface designed by engineers who eat their sandwiches with a knife and a fork, and, a fork. and basically create apps that have no. No business being in the car oh, and no, let, no use. They let the boys in Mountain View continue to do the work on the tech. Yeah. But it, you know, it doesn't even need um, a app to make all of that stuff uh, work, okay? Um, you know, yesterday I was, uh, I was real proud of myself because I made my home, my home stereo all work with everything. <laughs> and... It, Jazz entered nineteen ninety seven now, <laughs> and it was it was very very simple because now I can actually like stream Pandora to a Bluetooth unit, which was forty bucks. I mean, it hooks into my home stereo, and I can stream Pandora and whatever else on my phone into my home stereo very easily. Is not it wasn't like rocket science. I didn't need to make nine things talk to each other. It was very very simple. I didn't need to buy a two hundred dollar Bluetooth speaker. Well, that that Verizon wanted to sell me. It was very, very simple and worked well. Uh, you know, the cars could have a very easy Bluetooth uh, system to stream whatever internet based. You know, my my low um, Wi-Fi. You know, compatible whatever. You know, so I'm not using up all of my data or I'm not doing something. It could be something as simple as that to make the car more techy. It doesn't have to be this like, well, I've got this eleven dollar app that can stream something from my you know twenty one dollar system that can make the you know mm. it could be really lo fi but make it all function and and work well together. Well, and I think that's the problem. Is that and that could be as as easy as it is. You it's know? the day we. It's the kind of day and age we live into the right. app appization of the world. Care about know. apps? I really don't. Everything Software is, is eating the world, man. It should happen. I should get in my car. My car and my phone should know that they're both in close proximity of each other. They should pair up automatically. What should happen right. is Bluetooth for phone call should, should be activated. I should be able to play back music from my device using my voice activation, either on Apple or Android, through my car stereo. And I should be able to do voice navigations and to ask Siri or Google to get me someplace. And you're yeah, almost I mean, there now. The whole like voice to text or voice application stuff, that should be super simple. I mean, with the next version of with the with the current version of Android on the newer Nexus phones and new Motorola phones, you can do that now where you can just say, Hey Google, take me to Well, and, and Mini does that too. I mean, we do that in our F fifty six all the time. We say navigate to and you enter an address. We just did it on Sunday. Nice. I didn't uh, know that was a thing. Okay. No, cool. no, no. It is and, and you can do it in your mini now. 
and um, <clears throat> that's built in. If you've got navigation built in, right? Um, if you have, you know, your Bluetooth. You, but then, can you ask your car to play back some Five Finger Death Punch? Yes, you can. I do that all the time. Also, when my phone is connected via Bluetooth audio, mm. I just hit the. Uh, it's it's two different things on the on the mini on the steering wheel. Okay, right. you hit the voice button. You hit it once, a short hit, and okay. you talk to the car. If you, if you hold it down for a longer hit, you're talking to Siri, and you wow. basically hold it down a little bit longer, and then you say, play my playlist 2015, you know, summer 2015, and it'll right. start playing that playlist from my iPhone, and it's connected wirelessly. It's Amy Taylor Swift. It does but, that. Yeah, you can do that. It does that now, and uh, you can do but, that now in a minute. But that only there's one, one, there's also one other thing that works really, really well. It's, uh, Alex, hey, Siri. Sorry. Like, before I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, does that only work with the iPhone, though, Todd, or does it also work with Android? Uh, I don't know if it works with Android. No, it's I, only iPhone. I think it's only. And right there is uh, that's still a big problem for me. Is I, I want to see that work for both. I wanted that voice activation. If I do the long press on the on yeah. the, the voice button on the steering wheel, that should also activate the Hey Google. Yeah, we right. need to ask them if if somebody has an Android phone that you know they hook yeah. up to their car. Yeah, Mini Connected. Let us know if you if you've done that. Let us know. Leave a note in the show notes. com. Because right now, yeah, I think the only integration is Bluetooth. So. What was that, but, Alex? And, uh, so another thing for people who don't who don't necessarily have navigation, but uh, well, can you actually get nav- can you actually get Bluetooth audio without navigation? You can in 2016, though. Okay. Yeah. So, but even if you don't have Bluetooth audio, I think if you have regular Bluetooth, and if you are if your iPhone is plugged into uh, you know the uh, to uh, the uh, is being charged. And you say, "Hey Siri," it will answer. Uh, it will, it will, it will work. And now with iOS nine, you don't even need to actually have the Plug phone in. plugged in. You can just say, "Hey Siri," and it's going to work. I use it all the time on the I do, my I car. Do, I do also. And what I think is going to be the the one of the most uh, cool, fun things to do is next time you're in a public place, say hey, some, somebody scream, "Hey Siri," and see how many people's phones respond to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would be funny. Next time in a movie theater, because I got to say too, is is laying in bed. We've got two iPhones, you know, one on each nightstand. And uh, the other night we were watching TV or something, falling asleep, and something on the TV activated Siri. Both phones were like, "How can I help you?" <laughs> that happens when I'm listening to podcasts. They don't say, "Hey Siri," but it's whatever. Right, it's, it's something that sounds similar oh, enough. And she's there, and she's all, "How can I help you?" And I'm all, "No, I'm good, thanks." Shut up, Siri. Yeah, yeah shut yeah. up, Siri. That needs to be a thing. Well, anyway, it's going to be Car- built into the new Apple TV also. CarPlay is going to be a thing. That'll be cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of Apple, really quick, let's take a few minutes. Who I actually came home yesterday. So we recorded the show last Thursday. That's when we record the shows, last Thursday. And yeah. uh, Wednesday was the big Apple uh, Hey Siri event, right? Yeah. And yep. so I wasn't, my job permits, uh, doesn't allow for me to actually watch that live as it happens or follow any of the live blogs. So I got home last night and I took two hours and I actually watched, I fast forwarded through all the watch stuff because I really just can't be bothered, but I watched the entire rest of the keynote and it was really cool and I'm super excited for the, the new Apple stuff coming down. So Alex, what's on your Apple wish list? Uh, I think the only, the, the, the only thing that's going to be on my wish list is uh, Apple TV. I, uh, I got uh, the latest Apple TV back in 2012. So it's a, uh, it's three years. It's three years old now, and uh, and it's funny because when I was watching the keynote yesterday, my remote was low on battery, and I never had to change the battery in three years. And I'm like, this is the perfect timing. Just you know, get the new one, and you're all set. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the only I I love the interface. I love what they're doing with it. I think the the App Store is gonna be you know it's gonna basically you know blow up the thing entirely. And it's gonna be awesome. I mean, 
seriously, you can order pizza with, while watching a movie. This is just yes. this is just awesome, right? That would be but awesome. uh, but I wish they they've done a better job on the remote because the remote is kind of a uh, they try to make it like a piece of you know like a, some kind of piece of art as opposed to something very functional. And and I I don't know if you guys have Apple TV, but the I do. The current and I, remote is is not good, obviously. I use the remote and I use the app um, in on the, the phone. I, yeah, I yeah, use but them. have you noticed that it drains battery like a lot? Uh, I don't know because in my, this is gonna, I was gonna sound pretentious when I say this. In my theater, I've, I've got, no, I've got USB plugs in in my chairs in my theater. Yeah, should you? Call <laughs> oh, my. So I just plug. I just up. plug it right in. There's a nice little blue light there, and I just I just plug it in. I've got, you know. I, I I really think there should be USB plugs in almost everything nowadays. There yeah. really should be. It's the most brilliant thing ever because you I, know. I was blown away when you can actually buy a power strip and wall plugs with USB ports in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and what yeah. I was actually because I don't fly a lot, I probably fly a lot less than all of you guys. When I went to the airport and I saw USB plugs in like the consoles and yeah. stuff, I was like, yeah. I was blown away. I was like, why didn't I think of that? I could have made millions. Like, I, it was I think totally the, like they'll be able to surgically implant them soon. Like Johnny Mnemonic, you're just like Chuck, Jack your USB. <laughs> I've almost got well, that. I've almost got that section in my head. At the I'm I'm going. To- <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a USB 3, actually a, a new USB-C port installed right there in my forehead where my bump used to be. It's much smaller, isn't it? Yeah. Much well, better. Yeah. But other than this, actually, yeah. I've been looking for everything in my house now that I can actually make Wi-Fi compatible, like lights and like thermostats and everything like that. I was like, how can I like con- totally control my house from my Chad's phone? going all X11 on us now. Oh, geez. You don't even know. <laughs> but then I'll get hacked and my whole house will burn down. It'll be great. You know? <laughs> Other than Apple TV and not liking the remote already, even though you've only barely seen it and not even touched on a person. Yeah. What else do you... What do you... Is there- I th- I think the iPad Pro is cool, but I, it's something like I would like work to buy for me. I would I don't I don't think I will buy it myself, but I think uh, I think it allows like for creation as opposed to the current iPads. Was you know let's be honest, are mainly made for consumption. I know some people are doing crazy stuff with URL shortcuts and URL calling and all that stuff, but this is this is insane. And and with the new iOS and and so much also space real estate, screen real estate, I think you. You really have something that can really take over your your laptop, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is kind of a, I, I I wouldn't I don't think I would buy it my, myself. I think I would no like the company to buy it for me. All right, Todd, what's uh, on your Apple wish list? Definitely a, a new Apple TV because I'm with Alex. Mine's three years old, three yeah. three plus years old. It's yeah. just <clears throat> it's time to be updated and uh, even more high because mine's only a 720p. Which one are you gonna get? Like the on on size on memory. I'll probably get the big dog just because that's the way I roll. Because that's, okay. that's the way I roll. And um, I don't, you know what? I'm I was kind of with DB for a while. I was going to get the the six plus at six X plus, right? And um, now I'm just thinking a six S because I just I I don't have that kind of room in my pants. And <laughs> <laughs> specially modified so that there is room. I think that's the new show title. I don't have that much room in my pants. <laughs> Have you guys seen this uh, the new like uh, plan, like upgrade plan? So they're kind of taking over what carrier are doing. So, so for you thirty dollars a month, yeah, Imagine. yeah, you get an iPhone like every year, a new iPhone every year. And I've did the calculation; it's actually the same price as it paying is. for a full iPhone. It is. I'm it's actually really close to being in on that. Um, at twelve oh one on Saturday morning, I'm going to go to Apple.com and I'm going to reserve a spot with a Genius Bar to try to do that. 
Because that way, I would rather give Apple money for my phone than Verizon. Well, and you know what, DB? Here's the here's the reality of it too. For well, November to get a phone for most people, you're like thirty bucks a month is is nothing, right? You know, it's totally fine. I can see doing that instead of saying, "Oh crap, I got to come up with seven hundred dollars next month." Or eight hundred and fifty in the case of the six S. Right, plus. right. Because I want a new phone, and yeah. uh, I think it's genius. I I really do. I think it's genius. But uh, so DB, is that what's on your list? Is the six S plus on my list? Like you guys, uh, the new Apple TV because I've got the previous gen and it's uh, terribly slow. And the idea of having apps on it and even yeah. I'm gonna really I'm gonna really get my old Apple TV to the guest room. So Alex, when you come here to stay, you'll get the old Apple TV. I'm, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring mine, man. <laughs> I'm getting real, my Apple TV to just being connected to my stereo and just being nothing just for airplay playback through my stereo from my iDevices. Done and done. Right? Is that is that have you guys noticed this? Like you can't we don't have Apple Music on the Apple TV. We don't have like the new Beats One no, thing no, on Apple TV, have, right? That's because we have to get the new Apple TV to get that. To okay. Get, okay. So which is exciting and I'm hoping for a good Spotify app. If not, I I'll just do uh airplay like i've been doing which is that's my number one use of my apple tv anyway and then of course the iphone 6s plus um, i'm really excited for that i like the new 3d touch that looks really cool sort of like the the find the feature in finder where you can you, know, you hover over a file and you press space bar and it gives you that preview so it's kind of like that which is really cool the new live photo feature i think is i don't know why they didn't lead with that because that's one of the coolest things ever and i know that parents everywhere must be giddy with what is it six seconds on either side or second and a half on either second side of and a picture? Half on either side um, just does it and it just happens automatically of course you can turn that off but i still think that's a really really cool feature that, uh, and yeah. of course the camera and i'm getting the 6x plus because i like the camera improvements because it has all the stabilization because you're old and you need bifocals like and i'm old and i have bad eyes and i want the bigger screen and I, my and what so- i'm curious to see is what happens when i get the giant phablet phone is if how much less i use my ipad i i joke about that but uh, i'm absolutely serious because everybody else i know who's over 40 mm-hmm. really wants a bigger phone now because they're like it's so much easier to see i don't care if people make fun of me i'm gonna enjoy my life <laughs> I, I, i'm tired of having to squint or take my glasses off to read my phone that's just ridiculous i i i would agree with you but i've discovered something new in the last month is is uh, a multi, multifocal contact lenses Oh yeah, <laughs> I am in love with multifocal contact lenses. I want to marry multifocal contact lenses. Yeah, I wish I could get those. Uh, that I, I thought the iPad Pro was rad, and if I needed a laptop that ran iOS, I'd look at that really seriously. Pretty strong, but I don't. But I it looks yeah, it's uh yeah. My it's, iPad is a is a seven hundred dollar piece of furniture. My iPad is a book reader and a game player. I play I, I play games on my iPad and and sometimes surf Facebook. Like, yeah. You no, know, I I have one for work and I pff, never use it. Like it, it's kind of sad. Like it's sitting on my desk with no battery. I'm never opening it except when we need to do product testing and stuff. We right. I never use it anymore because I I, I just don't know. I think it's yeah, you I, can't do you can't do much with it. Like the bigger one, yes, but like those those ones is just for honestly it's just for to go on websites and reading and and watching videos and that's it it's funny because i think at least three of us here i don't know about chad a majority of what i do is on my phone yeah Yeah, me too yeah Yeah. if i'm not that's why that's why i would get a six plus as opposed to a six s because once like you know todd like the oh i hate you now now i'm talking back into the the jump the, the leap is not so big honestly it's like uh you're gonna have the same feeling as going from the 5s to the six it's gonna be the same, and and I've spent like a weekend with a six plus, and now I regret it not not buying it. 
I'm oh. going from the 5S to a 6 Plus. That's a yes, big leap. DB, DB that's, you're going to need some training wheels for at least a couple months. You're going to need training wheels, maybe like a little wagon to pull that thing around. <laughs> I don't know. So, <laughs> that's what I'm actually going to do. I'm really, when I was watching the, the keynote, I was like super excited. I'm like, oh my God, that's my next phone. I am so excited about that. So, Todd, you don't mind? Like, uh, like, you know, like, what are you going to do with your phone? Um, actually, Mine's I'm, go back to Apple, I think, as well. No, no, no. Mine is, uh, mine is going to my lady friend. She's, mm, right, she's, that's the way it works in the Pearson she's household. Gonna, she's going to use the 6 with 128 gigs of memory, and uh, I'm going to get the new one, and then in a year, we'll have another upgrade. So I won't have to do the, you know, pay whatever for that plan. I can just do it myself. Oh, okay. And Chad, I'm not sure if you followed the Apple Keynote or if you know what's going on, but is there any of the new Apple products that you might be excited about, or possibly uh, a new the Motorola X phone that looks really keen? I, I can't say that I follow the Apple lifestyle as much as uh, the rest of you guys, but um, I would love for the old classic uh, iPod to come back. You know, <laughs> That's never going to happen. Keep hoping, 100, Chad. 160 gig uh, classic iPod. Hang on to those dreams, Chad. They're 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 crushed. I just I just gonna I hate to say you know that. what I know they I've been looking super for, expensive on eBay. I know I've been I've been seriously considering buying one because I was like I need one of those. I got one. I'll sell you for fifty bucks. I send it because it's <laughs> you know, oh that's right you spilled coffee that, you spilled coffee on yours at the dragon last year i know it's been dead and i've been i've been missing it ever since and it's i've really been lost without it okay did you hear that apple there is a lost opportunity i i definitely you know because i've been looking at amazon i've been looking at all these different things it's like well that one's three hundred dollars and it really does it comes with a charger i'm like okay that's a great deal and it's like three four hundred dollars i'm like Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna pony up and I'm gonna get another one. You know, like we're gonna, go, we're gonna do a GoFundMe for uh, for Chuck to get an iPad. Right. That's so yeah, so <laughs> I, I know it's a little old school, but I just want a basic MP3 player because I I while I have a a larger newer phone, uh, I can't put all of my music on there, and I'm Chad, a I bet a, I, I'm I, a musical file. You know, like I, I love my music, so I bet I have a half a dozen old iPods sitting around here. Oh, I mean, I've got an old really like. <laughs> 12 gig, you know, Chad, I will old school donate. one, but it's mono, you know, yeah. so. I will donate just for the cause. I will donate my fat nano just to the cause. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but um, it's got 16 in, in all gigs. reality, uh, I, I, we, we probably, in the household at least for sure, me and the lady friend, we both need a really good iPad. Um, one just for some basic stuff like cooking, some mm-hmm. nice recipes and things like that. Yeah. Uh, two, um, the whole wedding gig thing. I mean, really, it's uh, it's not that it's taking off, but it's it's definitely much more in versus like you know trying to go to the hotel lobby and print out the 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 speech and all that stuff. It could be on, on an iPad. iPad. Yep. And, yep. You know, Wait. So 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 as I, need... I get, as I get older, you know, you need the eyesight. You could just blow it up. You'd be like, oh, okay. So and Chad, just... it's great for it's great for his wedding sermons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, I could sit there and I could hold the hold the <laughs> the, the thing for the wedding sermon. And it could be whatever size I need. Yeah. I could flip through different pages, his and her vows. Like there it is, the whole nine yards. So uh, that in itself would be great. So a new iPad would be very very nice. I have been looking at them for a while. I can't say that my purchase is anywhere near uh, around the corner, but, uh, you know. Chad, I would like to recommend the latest, either the iPad Air 
or uh, check out actually go to the Apple Store and look at and look at the iPad Air, which is the full size iPad, the iPad Air two, or the iPad Mini, the new one. The okay. iPad Mini might it's a, it's smaller but bigger than the iPhone uh, six plus, but it might be like just it's like the size of a paperback book, a little bit bigger than that. That right. might be a good size for you if, while you're doing your wedding stuff. Just yeah, be because to you know I, I not only do I have to read from it, but I then also have to turn it to him or her to right. read their vows or something along that line. So it, it's, it's been a, something on the idea list here for a while. But, uh, you know, they're, they're giving away, you know, tablets for Androids like, you know, candy. You know, with, like, yeah, they're hey, free with French toast at IHOP. Buy, buy a toilet paper and you get this free tablet. Exactly. You know, so like, exactly. You know, we might be able to get one of those really super cheap and it would sync with everything I own. So, it's right. you know, there's always that possibility. But, uh We'll see what happens. You know, so. I, had, I just I just realized that's how also uh, Apple sells products. It's like the the peer pressure of everybody buying something new, and you feel like, ah, I gotta buy the new iPhone because everybody else is buying it. The fear of missing out. Yeah, there, there definitely is some of that, without a doubt. I'm sure, but uh, you know, I've got a new uh, Galaxy Six. Um, it's very iPhone like with the Android operating system, and uh, I've been extremely happy with it. For that's the last awesome. Uh, two, I've heard three three weeks, that's what so. you think, but you're not really happy. That's unless <laughs> you get an iPhone. Uh, you know, I, everybody that I've had that has had the new iPhones have all gotten rid of it. So wow. I'm not a hater. Not wow. a I've heard but, really uh, it's uh, the new Samsung phone, so well done. Yeah, I, I, I've been very happy with it. I mean, they were even give me if I bought the Note Five, they were they're going to give me two hundred dollars for my old S three. I was like, okay, so that means you're just getting rid of those things. I'll take the other one over here. You know, like it's it's all you know part of the business and stuff, and it it works really well. I've actually <laughs> you know really enjoying it so. Yeah, let's uh, get back to Mini Cooper talk, shall we? We have a little bit of things to finish up. Um, Todd, how are we doing? That's Chad. Uh, we we have hit our time limit. In fact, I think I'm going to break that all that Apple talk out and put it at the end. I'm going to put it on the uh, on the uh, uh, bonus reel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The uh, bonus track. Yeah, you should, totally should.